Welcome to the Octavius Gould Experience, and I am your host, Octavius Gould. Today, I am excited to bring to you episode number nine, titled Preparing for Success in 2022. I'll start off with one of my favorite quotes, and it happens to be by Benjamin Franklin. If you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. Let me repeat that. If you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. My friends, to be extraordinary in 2022, it's imperative that you have your personal and professional life in order. With that being said, here are some tips to set you up on the path to success for 2022. Number one, do a deep dive into 2021. You got to peel back that onion to determine what worked, what didn't work, and what would you do differently. And as you look at the great wins and accomplishments that you achieved in 2021, make sure to recognize the small wins as well. Too often we focus on the things that made us a lot of money or the things that made us more popular or brought along with it the most accolades. But it's those little wins that actually add up to something even bigger. Number two, do some self-reflection. What do I mean? One of the things that I incorporated in my life during 2020 when we were dealing with the height of the pandemic was the practice of meditation. I would get out there in nature, whether it was sitting on a rock by the ocean or by the lake or just on a bench at a park, and I would meditate. Not necessarily meditation like the people who are really into it do. You know, I have the starter kit. (laughs) It's something that I need to improve upon, especially in 2022, and I plan to do so. But the meditation that I did allowed me to relax, allowed me to enjoy spending time with myself, to think through what it was I wanted to do, who I wanted to be, where I wanted to go in life. So put some serious thought into your character, your actions and your motive and practice the art of meditation. Number three. Let's do away with that New Year's resolution thing and instead set SMART goals. SMART is an acronym for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And if you check out episode number six, you'll learn about the power of SMART goals because I covered SMART goals extensively during that episode. Number four, get organized. Being organized in your personal and professional life go hand in hand. I've managed professionals that were very organized professionally, but in talking to them, their home life was in disarray. And at the end of the day, it impacted their success on a professional level and vice versa. If you're not organized professionally and you're not on top of your emails and your to-dos, when you go home, you're going to end up bringing work home with you. You're going to end up thinking through some of the things that are stressing you out, which will impact your home life. Your spouse is going to get tired of that. Your kids will grow tired of that. They go hand in hand. So get your professional life organized. Get your home life organized. Here are some of the things that I would do at the beginning of every year. One of the first things I would do is clean out my email. I would go into Outlook and I would peruse all the emails in my inbox. I like to create folders for everything. I have a million folders. At times, you get really busy where you leave things in your inbox, especially at the end of the year, which at a new point in the year, you need to go back and sort out. So figure out those emails that are important, read them, 
But if you don't have time, what I like to do is I have a folder called read later and I'll just slide things into that read later folder. And whenever I have time, I'll peruse it then. Get rid of all the emails with those large attachments. You'll be amazed how much bandwidth you're taking up with emails that aren't even relevant to anything that you care about. Look at your emails. You can sort by date. You can sort by to, from, but you can also sort by attachment, meaning that if an email has an attachment, they'll all pop up. You can peruse them and figure out which ones are important to you, delete the rest of them, and then clean out that delete folder. Set your calendar. A lot of times we forget things that are important because we don't move things from the prior year to the current year. One of the first things that I like to do at the beginning of every year is make sure that I have birthdays on my calendar. There's nothing worse than forgetting someone's birthday and then going on to social media and everyone else celebrated their birthday the day before. So what I do is I make sure that everyone's birthday is on my calendar and I put an alert, some type of alarm that will make me aware that it's their birthday so I can recognize them that day. But more importantly, I put on an alert two to three days ahead so that if I want to send a gift or send a card, I can do so. When you look at my calendar, it is color coded based on the things that I need to do, whether it's something personal or something professional. You don't have to go that far because I'm someone anal, but figure out a system that works for you. And another thing that you can do is utilize technology. There's so many apps out there free of cost that you can utilize to keep you organized. Figure out which ones work best for you. Talk to some of your friends and see what they're utilizing to help them manage their calendar professionally and personally. Number five, schedule outstanding appointments. Folks, you got to get those annual physicals done. I missed my physical for the first time in 2020 due to the pandemic, and I was scared to death to go to the doctors when I got my physical done in 2021. I'm a little older, so you're always worried when the doctor is going to lift up the hood and check out everything. And when I go to an annual physical, I want them to check me from head to toe. And it seemed as if when I missed my physical in 2020, every time I turned on the TV, there was a commercial about the thing that I was most worried about. My father passed away from prostate cancer, so every commercial, it seemed like it was a prostate commercial. So I made sure when I went to get my annual physical in 2020, 21 that I had everything checked out and I made a commitment to myself and my doctor that I would never miss a year because you're talking about 365 days minimum that you're not having someone check out what's happening to your heart, to your lungs, to your vitals. We can't afford, especially once we get into our 40s and our 50s and especially in our 60s and older to miss a year. Because a lot of times we can take preventative measures to avoid something very drastic from happening. I talked to so many people who would go to the doctors because they just felt a little funny. And even though some people were like, you, you're okay, they would go to the doctors and it would be something minor. But it was a sign that alerted your doctor, who's the subject matter expert, to something a little bit more serious that was festering within your body. Get those annual physicals done. Also, go to the dentist. Yes, some of us are fearful of the dentist. I used to be fearful of the dentist. You know, it was like that no pain, no gain thing in sports. But now I have a dentist who they're great. It's a walk in the park. You know, there's a TV. So I'm chilling, lean back, checking out the news or some type of show and they're doing their work. And then we're done. Didn't used to be that way. So now I enjoy going to the dentist. At least I go more often. But 
Again, it's like anything else. Something that you don't take care of now will fester and become a problem later. Focus on getting those home repairs done. Change those filters. The lint tray. My father used to be a stickler about the lint tray in the dryer. Do you know how many people don't change or remove the lint out of their dryer lint tray? (laughs) At a friend, I was visiting a friend years ago and we were laughing. They said, well, your pop would be really pissed at me. So we went into uh, their laundry room and we took out the lint tray in their dryer. It was like two handfuls of lint that I threw away for my buddy. And I was like, dude, you need to do this every time you do your laundry. This isn't an annual thing. You need to do it every time you do your laundry. But I'm telling you all, when you change your air filters, also check your dryer lint filters as well. And most importantly, take care of those smoke alarms. Unfortunately, there have been some stories in the news this year already of homes that have burned down. In Philly, I think two weeks ago, a home occupied by about 19 people burned down and over 10 people perished. Check your smoke alarms. A lot of you may not be aware that you can go to your local fire station and they will give you a free smoke alarm. But when you're checking your smoke alarm, also replace the batteries. Another thing you want to do is get those car repairs done. Cutting corners now will cut open your pocket later. So that little noise that you're hearing when you break at a light or a stop sign, if you don't get it done now at the beginning of 2022, it's going to hit your pocket hard later this year. My father used to always tell me, son, get those car repairs done, change your oil. You know, I have five siblings. He used to tell us all the same thing. And one day I'm holding the flashlight. He's listening to his temptations and it's 30 degrees in New Jersey January or February, I don't know. I just remember the temptations because I listen to him now and holding that flashlight. And when he said, take care of those car repairs, you know, that's important. Something you need to do, especially when you own your own car. I was like, Pop, I'm going to the NFL. I'm going to pay someone to fix my car. Worst thing I could have said to my dad. He's like 6'3", 270, much bigger than me. And he, he, didn't, he didn't appreciate that. <laughs> and he was right. I got hurt. My career ended prematurely, but I still can pay for someone else to fix my car. I'm not doing that, but I at least take it to the mechanic on a regular basis. So do that. Take care of your car repairs. You don't want something to fester and to be more expensive later. So that takes me to number six. Set up a wellness plan. Get your most important home in order. And it's not the one that you walk into every day. Your most important home is the one you live in every day. Commit to an exercise program or routine, even if it's walking or taking the stairs on a daily basis, anything to get that heart rate up. And that's why it's important to get that annual physical prior to setting up a wellness plan and starting your fitness goals. Focus on nutrition. That's an area that I didn't focus on when I was younger. I would eat anything. But in 2013, I did away with sodas, started eating properly, vegetables, fruits, I know that's crazy that I wasn't doing that. And the weight just jumped off, focusing on the nutrition along with the exercising that I was doing because I was in a gym six days a week, every day, basically at 6 a.m. allowed me to be in better shape and have a better overall fitness now than I did 15, 20 years ago. Do what's best for you. And remember, 
being involved in a fitness program isn't all about looking good for others. It's all about feeling good for yourself. It's all about longevity as it relates to not your lifespan, but longevity and being able to do the things that you enjoy doing. You know, sometimes you may be at a park and you'll see someone jumping, running with their grandkids. That's powerful. You know, I spend a lot of time in Florida. And one of the things I love about being in Florida is when I'm at the gym, I'm watching people swim in their 80s. I'm watching people on that elliptical in their 70s. When I lived in Florida, there was nothing more enjoyable than I would be taking a jog and I would see some of the more senior neighbors riding their bikes. And they would have those old bikes that we used to see back in the day. And I thought it was so cool and so cute. And a lot of times I would just stop in my tracks and look at them and say, that's how I want to be. When I am fortunate enough to be retired and to be considered a senior citizen, because it's not guaranteed. It's a privilege to grow old. But everything you do today, your body will thank you for later. Make mental well-being a priority. So often I hear people talk about the fact that us men, we don't like to go to a doctor to see someone who's a professional to walk us through how to improve our mental well-being. And whether you're a woman or a man, you have to have the courage or gain the courage to seek out help when you need it. There have been a lot of publicized events where people in sports, entertainment, or business professionals publicly talked about their mental well-being or the lack thereof. And it gave people courage, people who were less inspired about seeing that person score a touchdown or a slam dunk or hit that volleyball over the net or swing that racket were more impressed by that person having the courage to come out in public and talk about some of their inner challenges. So if you're someone who deal with a lot of stress, whether it be work-related stress or stress in your personal life, don't be fearful to sit down with someone who's certified to help you. Research. There are a lot of things that you can research on the internet, whether it's being Google or different publications that will help you figure out how to reduce your stress levels, how to relax, how to do some of the things that will help you commit to having more work-life balance. And that's something that I've really had to develop, work-life balance. I used to be prideful of grinding and hustling and working 14, 15, 16 hours a day. There are many times that I still do so, but because I'm focused on my nutrition, because I'm in that gym 6 a.m., six days a week, I am able to do so without becoming tired or losing energy. But at the same time, I don't do it as much as I used to. Because one of the things that you can do in 2022 to make your life better is understanding the difference between working hard and working smart. The most successful people aren't working as hard as us. They've gotten successful because they've been able to differentiate working hard versus working smart. And if you can do that and become efficient and effective in an eight to 10 hour day, you're going to enjoy your life because you will have better work-life balance. Never forget, health is wealth. So many times we focus on getting house rich. I used to be like that, that mega mansion in Atlanta. I've come to realize that health is wealth. You know, I don't need to talk to my banker. My primary care physician is the person I need to hang out with. That's the person I want to have conversations with. Financial advisors are cool, but when that doctor tells you you got it going on, 
You're set. So number seven, do a mindset shift. Clear your head by getting away. Go on a retreat for a day or two. Get in your car by yourself or with your partner or with a friend and just go on a retreat. Get away from the distractions. Go find you a hotel somewhere. Go find you a cabin and clear your head of all of the distractions, all of the interference that prevents you from getting to the point where you can figure out your purpose and then live your purpose. And at this retreat, even if it's a one day retreat, do a detox. Eliminate the negativity out of your life, the negative things and the negative people that tap into your energy and drain you of such. Number eight, consider developing a vision board. Now, this isn't something that I've done, but I've been really impressed watching other people do it. And it may be something that I do in the future. What is a vision board? It's a board filled with a collage of pictures and affirmations of a person's dreams and desires. And it's really something that I've been told that will help people figure out their purpose and align their goals to their purpose and visualize what it is that they want to do, who it is they want to be and how to get there. So I think it's designed to serve as a source of motivation and a source of inspiration. Research vision boards. There are a lot of people putting content out on social media about their vision boards and even putting examples I think it's absolutely incredible. Number nine, set up a budget. Now I'm laughing because my close associates will tell you that my budget is similar to the budget of a Fortune 1000 company. <laughs> I've enhanced the spreadsheet, the Microsoft Excel spreadsheets that I've utilized over the years, and this thing is streamlined. It's color-coded. I even have formulas built in to the various cells. It will show me the, the cash flow, what's going out, what's coming in. I can predict what I'll have in savings on February 15, 2024. That thing is so detailed. Now, some people will probably look at it like, dude, it's so cheap. He's working this budget because he doesn't want to see any money go out. No, I'm budget conscious. And by being budget conscious and having a system, it allows me to focus on something that's very important to me. And it's all about building wealth. I can't leave it to my discipline because sometimes I'm like everyone else. I'll see shiny things and I want to buy it. But then I think about that budget. I can tell you easily if someone asked me to consider an investment, could I do it or could I not do it? I don't even need to go talk to anyone. I don't need to go back home and figure things out. I can tell you right on the spot because I know my budget. I am financially astute and it's something that I've worked on over the years that allows me to make sound decisions, sound financial decisions that will hopefully put me in a position where I can live comfortably when it's time to retire. So you don't need a budget as detailed as mine, but create one. That's a start. Even if you take a piece of paper and write down all of your bills how much you have coming in from your salary, because I don't count things like commission. I count things that are guaranteed. Figure out how much you have coming in and then do the addition, the subtraction, and then you'll figure out your bottom line. If you utilize Microsoft Excel, there are free template right under file in Microsoft Excel that you can just download right to your computer. And some of them are very simplistic, very simple budget templates that will allow you to get started. Don't wait. 
listen to the rest of the podcast, watch the rest of the podcast, and then go to Microsoft Excel on your laptop and look at some of the free templates that they have available to you. So set up that budget, but be disciplined and stick to your budget. Number 10, consider getting an accountability coach. An accountability coach is someone that's going to help you be responsible as it relates to your goals and the things that you want to achieve in 2022. Some people don't need an accountability coach. They're disciplined. They're ambitious. I'm the type of person that I'm my own accountability coach. I hold myself accountable to figure out my goals, what's required of me to achieve my goals, and then to be committed to accomplishing my goals year in and year out. Maybe you're not as disciplined. Maybe you have too many things going on. Maybe you're challenged with some personal things that cause interference at times. Consider getting an accountability coach. And this isn't necessarily a life coach or a mentor. Sometimes it's just a like-minded friend who can just give you that nudge every now and then. Help you figure out what it is that you need to do to get your mindset right, to get that PMA, that positive mental attitude. Or you may get someone that just gives you tough love every now and then. That works as well. (laughs) But consider getting an accountability coach, someone who's just going to help you stay on track when you lose sight of what's important to you, okay? Opportunities are not going to come knocking on your door. You have to go out and seek the opportunities that align well with your purpose, It's about making sound decisions in 2022. We can't make any mistakes. We can't afford to make mistakes this year because the odds are stacked against us. We're dealing with COVID day in and day out. The odds are stacked against us. We're dealing with companies that are laying off people. The odds are stacked against us. We're dealing with friends and family members who are dying around us. The odds are stacked against us. Give yourself a competitive advantage by being prepared. It's all about preparedness. I truly enjoy having this podcast because I get an opportunity to share with you all not only the things that work well for me, but I hopefully come across as being a very authentic podcast host who will also share the things that I've done wrong the things that I don't do very well or the things that I'm trying to improve upon to make sure that I give you all a roadmap to success. So if you're a business owner, an aspiring entrepreneur or a professional who's a manager of people who covets compelling content, like and subscribe to my podcast today. Don't wait because it's going to get better and better and better because I have a commitment to excellence and I'm going to seek out the truth, meaning that I'm going to reach out to my friends. I'm going to reach out to my audience and figure out what it is that I can do better. How can I bring you more compelling content? And by the end of 2022, this podcast is going to be one of the best. So hit like and subscribe. And I look forward to talking to you all on the next episode. Carpe diem.